does it say? You're reading something. It's poems. Oh. Roses are red. Violets are blue. I still love dick. No one doubted you. <laughs> <laughs> are we recording? Oh, we are. <laughs> what, did anyone, did someone say you don't love dick? No, I'm just saying, like, even though that book says men are trash. <laughs> oh, wait, do you want to get the show started? Then we yeah, can welcome back, double teamed fam. How are we doing today? Um, we were supposed to have a guest, but there was a slight miscommunication on the time. So now we're in studio, just the two of us. Just the, the two, two of us. <laughs> we can make it if we try. I have full faith in us. I do too. And, you know, if needed, Joseph's here to, you know, throw out a, a third opinion. <laughs> That's our, well, what do you call him? Video guy? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, he said, uh, yeah. In studio producer. Yeah. That's a good title. I like it. <clears throat> Anyways, I found, uh, while we're here in studio, I found this book. It's titled Men Are Trash. The End of Him and Beginning of You, a collection of poems on breakups, dating, and healing written by Francisca Pugh. And I like some of these. Okay, let's hear one. This one says, it's titled Millions, and it says, is this a haiku? Honey, if he shows off how much money he has, he doesn't have any. That's, you know what? That's a fucking red flag for me. Really? Oh, if, if he tries to be like super like, oh, this is how much money I have. Yes. 100%. Yes. Because. Don't be flexing money. Exactly. It's like, I don't it's in care poor taste. how much you fucking make. I make my own fucking money. Like, and I, and I get it. You can have nice things. You can have nice clothes, nice cars, whatever. But like, you don't need to tell me like how much you make or you don't need to like flaunt it. Because I feel like there are some people where it's like. What's that one saying where it's like um, money, uh, money, money talks and wealth, wealth whispers? whispers. Yeah. yeah, but it's like, and, and that's the thing. It's like, you don't need to tell everyone, you know, like just chill the fuck out. They'll, you know, they'll figure it out on their own. And it, why, like, why does it matter? I always, let me say this one thing. I, from Coming from someone that used to uh, sell airplanes to a lot of rich people, um, I always knew who probably wasn't going to end up buying anything because those would be the people that talked the most about how much money they had or like how easy, like, like wait, like treat the topic of like money or the cost or whatever, as if it was like, you know, yeah, like make comments on it or like, mm. oh, that's not a problem, whatever. And it's like, that's just packet change. Yeah, exactly. Anytime that they that's made like comments great, about dude. that, I'm like, mm, is it? That's just your dick size. Like, okay. You yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, let me see what some of the other ones are. I just know it's like, you know, I was actually having this conversation with someone the other day what? at dinner, like about money. And it's like, you know, I feel like a lot of the times, like, you know, especially like when you live like in a place like L.A. where it's, you know, everyone want to have everyone has the the cool jobs and wants the flashy things and wants the roles and the, you know, Lambos and all of that. And it's like. Is that is that all we're on this earth to, to do? I've definitely changed my perspective on like 
the nice things. Cause like I, I, well, I had my submissive that used to buy me like all those really nice things, Gucci shoes, Louis Vuitton bags. Like yeah, we sold everything. half that shit cause we didn't care about it. That's what I'm saying. Once I had it, I was like, this is cute and nice and I like it and I appreciate it. But like, it doesn't do anything for me as I'm wearing a Louis belt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like the color of this belt. Don't judge me. However, I like it. It's just at the end, it's just a, a fucking belt. Mm-hmm. What, what does it mean? I like the color, you know. Actually, this is your belt. It's not oh, even my belt. I love that belt, actually. It is a great belt. Yeah. I, and I, like, I, will say, I, like, I like staple pieces in, in designer. I like staple pieces that I know. Like, I'm like for example, I, I have a Fendi travel bag that I use a lot, and it's, like, sturdy as fuck. I Out of it. all the travel bags I've bought, it's it's very demure. Like, the, the branding on it isn't, like, super. And, like, that, that Burberry scarf we have, like, that's super durable. However, at the end of the day, like, I realize that it's like you don't need like a plethora of it and like to be like head to toe like designer just like if there are a few things that you like like to have you know like a staple piece of like that's nice to like throw in every now and then but for the most part like most of the shit I buy is just standard run-of-the-mill non-designer and if you haven't been able to tell I'm on my you know pajama chic era I fucking love this brand it's called dressed in Lala or just Lala Anyway, but this is these, not a fashion podcast. Yeah, these sets are fucking fire, and I love wearing them. And if just a plug, there's no code. I wish there was. Wait, hold on. Can I t- can I show you another one of these poems yeah. from? No, the let's keep going because I really like this. Uh, damaged. The title is "Damaged Goods." I only knew how to give and receive love, the same way my parents did, forcefully. And I was like, "Damn, that struck home." But that's also hard. Yeah, but think about mom and dad's marriage. Like, that's how that's how that felt. In what way? Between the two of them? I don't think they ever knew how to give and receive love. They just kind of, you know, I don't know. Like, they were just... I mean, yeah, I feel like when it comes to our parents for a long time, like, they've been forcing their love in a way that's, like, just trying to make it work rather than genuinely feeling in love. So I agree with you there. This one is pickup lines and tan lines and it says are these all haikus what is the what is the formula for a haiku i don't i don't know joseph can you look it up dear thank you <laughs> <laughs> he's like cursing me okay pickup lines and tan lines and the poem is i was so dumb i actually believed your pickup lines that one's kind of dumb <laughs> that actually is really dumb but I mean, I get it. Don't we all? Don't we all have those moments where, like, we believe what someone is telling us, and it's like the yeah. nice, sweet nothings. And then after a while, you're like, "Oh, they were just playing me the whole time." I, you know, sometimes pretty. I actually tweeted this not that long ago. Pretty words are just that. Pretty words. Ooh, this one's called heartbreak, and it says, "By the time we learn to love again, we'll get our heart broken." Maybe that's what I'm scared of. Pff, same. Yeah, I was going to say, that's, that's you right now. Okay, did you find it? Haikus was composed of three lines. The difficult. Every first line of the haiku has five syllables. The second line has seven syllables. And the third has five syllables. Okay, so a haiku is three lines. First line, five sy- syllables. Middle line, seven syllables. And then the last line is five syllables. Okay, so I don't think these are all haikus. Hmm. I don't know, man. I don't know, but I actually really like, I might steal this book. But the thing is, is that like, it's not necessarily about how men are trash. Not all of them. 
This one's called Maybe Games. You okay. and I became a game of watching how far the other person would go. Ooh. Ooh. Ouch. Fuck. Okay, that's Truck Home. In what way? From who? Calvin. How far could the other go? Year and a half, that's the answer. Okay. I mean, that was like me and Mike for a little bit. Anyways, okay, the episode wasn't supposed to be about this book. I just kind of like it. Um, Actually, yeah, today's episode, I wanted to do, well, we were going to do it with our guest, and we were going to do it on Red Flags, but homie's not here, so we're just going to do it, Nikki and I. And we'll do another episode with him about what? I don't know, but no, we'll, we'll figure, figure it out. out. Um, Such Aries <laughs> risings of us. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Anyways, okay, so y'all, we asked what some red flags are, and there's a pattern with a few of them. The amount of people that said smoking? Yes. And I want to know because like smoking weed or smoking cigarettes? I'm going to say smoking cigarettes. A lot of people clarified cigarettes. Yeah. Out of like, I see four right here and that say smoking and two of them clarify cigarettes. And I think it's cigarettes. And I just want to say, I think millennials and Gen Z are past cigarettes. Yeah. That was, well, no, early day millennials were all the time. Yeah. But a lot of them have quit. That's true. But now we've got vapes. And I'm just like, what about vapes? And on top of that, like, I mean, what kind of smoking? Like daily smoking? Because like all, all, well, it's been probably a, over a year since I've like bummed a cigarette off someone when I was drunk. But like every now and then, if I'm like inebriated. I think, I think a cigarette every now and then is fine. But it, like if you're smoking every day, like in, if you get through a pack like fairly quickly if you get through a pack like within like a two days but are we do we agree that that's a red flag though? i think that is a red flag why why do you think that's a red flag like what is it i only say that from my experience because i yeah but do we i guess <coughs> i don't Here's know that thing. i would, I don't know that I would qualify a health, as a, it's a health thing okay i because get that you're increasing your chances of cancer a b the smell sanitary, of, yeah. Yeah, the smell of smoke sticks to everything. And if you have children, and if you're in a household, like, you know, didn't we have that one friend in, in not college, in high school, her parents just chain smoked inside their house all the time. Their, her little brother had health issues because he was constantly inhaling that. Their mm -hmm. house always smelled like smoke. She always smelled like smoke. Yeah, I agree there. So I feel like, you know, when it's taken to an extreme like that, absolutely, it's a red flag. But... Uh, Especially I guess I look at red flags are like as as like things that you know are this is actually like a good. bad or icky behavior and or something that's like but that's like damaging to others and I guess yes technically smoking can be damaging to others but I don't know <coughs> that one I don't know if I title it a red flag however I don't know that I would date someone that would smoke regularly I think it's a red flag if it's taken to the extreme if it's the occasional smoke I don't think that's a red flag but okay. if it's like a daily habit that they can't let go of that damages them or other people around them, that I, I would say that, yeah. Okay, let's see what some of the other ones are. So uh, a lot of people said Republican. Rep <laughs> okay, We're not so going to get into politics, but so a lot of people said that being Republican is a red flag. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just seeing a few here. I will say this. I don't. I think it depends on where you live, because if you go to the Midwest, everyone's going to be like, that's a green <coughs> that's a green flag, in my opinion. However, yeah. like, you know, here in L.A. or coastal cities, I'm sure we're, you know, turned off by Republicans. 
I think, and I actually, I was having this conversation again with someone at dinner the other day. What? Well, yeah, a lot of the times when it comes to politics, I feel like what I'm most turned off are the extreme cases of both. Yeah. Yeah. Democratic and Republican. Yeah, I would agree there. Because I feel... So you're a moderate? Yeah. Well, I think, you know, when you Have you voted ever? I don't know. You have, have you ever voted in a single election? I did. I did. I, I voted in one. What was it for? Um, it was um, it was Joe Biden's election. I think I was still in Kansas. Okay, so the last presidential election. Yes. Okay. I don't think I voted for Joe. What the fuck did you vote for? I, I just voted for a random candidate. I can't. Weren't there there's like not four? okay. There's like an independent. Yeah. Weren't there like four? I think I voted for that one. Did you know anything about the candidate? No, absolutely not. Okay. See, I think not knowing shit and voting Look, that's is more thing. of a red I will, flag. That, that's the thing. I will gladly admit that I know fucking nothing about. Well, I'm not a politician either. Yeah, yeah most of the know. time I know, I know I do not, you know, stick or stick with politics because I don't agree with either party. I think we should have a middle person that is like fair and just to you know all sides and just takes in like what is the moral choice but of course we don't have that no we don't have that um but i find that one funny that everyone was like republican um that i'm just glad to know though that like we're hitting our demographic <laughs> yeah because well, i not not that i don't want to like you know for anyone in our show here that is maybe you know red leaning nothing nothing against you and i think yeah nothing day, against like, you i i just i i am i am more liberal i am pro-choice and so I hope that, like, you know, that's what my audience aligns with. That's honestly what it comes down to for me is if they're pro-choice. Abortion. Right. Yeah. Abortion. <clears throat> Anyways. Okay. I actually really like this one. Someone said when they ask for my Snapchat, that is a red flag. That means, honey, they are too young for you. Well, I guess it depends on the age. Um, I was going to say, because if I you are over the age of 27 and someone asks you for their Snapchat, that's a no, I think. Now, if you're under 27, you're probably all still on Snapchat, like sending nudes and whatnot. Mm, I don't know. I. Oh, you. I can't. Oh, God. No. I can't comment on that because, like, I talked to someone on Snapchat. But I will say. Someone like, who is 23. Yeah. Four. 24. Whatever. Yeah. Come on. I've dated guys that are under 25 that never once asked me for Snapchat. Okay, it's just whatever. I don't care. Whatever. Why? What's? Why can't you use regular text messaging instead of Snap? No, we do sometimes. Just Snap for pictures. Okay, so you're using it for its intended purpose. Oh God. Yes. Okay, but still, I think yeah. If you're over, if you're over 27 and someone asks you for a Snapchat, red flag. They're too young for you, or they're just wanting to fuck and like. Mm. Well, but if you're, you know, if you're not looking for a relationship, maybe that's okay. However. Uh, I really liked this one. Rude to anyone in customer service industry. Oh, 100%. That's Absolutely. an easy one. That's an easy one. Even when the your server is absolute shit, you still be nice. And if I see someone like just treat a server like they're lesser than. Mm -hmm. Now, like if they if the server is just a piece of shit and they give you a reason to like be angry, you can do that respectfully. But like if you're just rude for no reason or if you're like overly rude in like a sticky situation, red flag. Mm -hmm. I was just thinking as I as we were 
as I brought this one up about like being because I, I saw the server one quite a bit. A lot of people were like, that's a red flag if they're like rude to service staff or like waiters, anything like that. And I realized I can't remember the last time I've been on a dinner date. I went to one on Friday and we left the waitress my number. She never texted though. You would call that a dinner date? We called it a date. Okay. No judgment. <laughs> I'm, I'm judging hard. That was the neighbor. Cammie doesn't know how to let go. Anyways, of situ of things that don't treat her right, but you know, we digress. However, I haven't been on a dinner date since even before my celibacy. Oh my god, it's been like a year. Then why don't you go on one? With a, uh, but that means I gotta go find someone that wants to take me on a date. Well, no, you could just tell the guy that you're seeing, hey, I'd love to go on a date with you. I don't know if we're there yet. What? I don't. I don't know if like if we're at the point where I could be like, hey, let's go like on a date. I don't know. I'll have to check. Wait, what? I don't know. What the fuck do you mean, no, Nicole? Are you? What's wrong with you? Hey, because th that's literally what I told neighbor. I'd love to go on a date. He was like, yeah, I'd like to take you on one. So we went on one, despite all our shit. Okay, great. I love that's that. That's literally all I said, and he said absolutely. I know. But so you should just be able to, especially with your guy, just be like, hey, I'd love to go on a date. And he should be enthusiastically like, fuck yeah, let me take you to dinner. Uh, I might be slightly worried that he wouldn't be enthusiastic about taking me to dinner not that not that he wouldn't it's just like i you're I, overthinking no, no 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 no. but we've both said that we're taking it slow and so i just don't and know if we're, i just don't know if we're at the point yet where we're ready to like plus wouldn't it be it's better just a date nicole like, i know but wouldn't it be better dinner. wouldn't it be better if he was like hey i want to take you on a date rather than me being like i want to go on a date no what? It, it's a nicole i'm trying like, to it's be in my it's just a two-way street you can just be like Yes, hey. I know it's a two-way street, but at the same time, I think I'd much rather him be like, yo, I want to take and you on a fine. date. And that's fine. That's fine. But like after, like, I don't know, he's been inside you enough times where you can just be like, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm being honest here. You, he's, you, you can just be like, you know, and this is not like chivalry or anything, but just express the interest of, hey, look, love where this is going. Love what we're doing already. You know, whatever activities y'all go on. And you can just be like, I would love to go to dinner with you. Are you down? What's wrong with that? Look, there's nothing wrong I'm with that. I'm judging hard that you think you can't ask that. Okay, listen, listen, and stop with the judgment, okay? You stop with the judgment then. Or all I'm saying is I... <laughs> Joseph, stop laughing at us. <laughs> all I'm saying is... Well, I want his opinion on this. Okay, yeah, Joseph, what are your thoughts? She's been seeing this guy for weeks, like, since December. What? Okay, but, yes! but what if I want... Okay, so hey, Joseph, Joseph said, said that he sh I should ask him out on a date. What if absolutely. I want him to ask me out on a date? Well, and that's great. Then I'll but just then wait until that comes around. That's fine, but don't sit there and be like, well, now I gotta find someone to take me on a date. No, you know exactly who you want to take you on the date. You can just express that interest. Uh, I'm not... What? You know what? I know, but it's like I Joseph was saying it's 2024 <laughs> and like this is not the year. All I'm saying is I'm not sure if I'm ready to be like to say that because I would like to maybe give it a little bit more time and see if he initiates at first. See, and this is why and I've been thinking about this and Kate Kate gave us this advice and I completely agree with her. It's Let's like, hear it. 
you know, when she said, like, whenever you start seeing someone, like, don't immediately go to, like, the normal activities where it's like, hey, let's get, let's get together and fucking bang. No. Go on dates first. Go on dates and then later put out the kitty. Great. Because I feel okay, like. Okay, but Kimi, okay, you have to understand at the same time, like, we slept the first night we met each other. That's fine. And we were both, you know, inebriated and we had fun, whatever. And on that's top fine. of that, I think that's he great. expressed that he is not, like, in a place where he wants to necessarily be, like, you know, in a relationship, which that's, is fine. That's fine. That's However, fine. I'm just not sure if he is ready to, like, go on a date and so, like, I don't want to push for it. I would much rather him come to me when he's ready to be like, I would like to take you out to dinner. But what's, what is so, why do we have to argue this Hold if on. this is what I'm saying? Hold what on, I, but what is so serious about a date? Like, you can just, it's dinner. Like, you can just sit down, go to dinner, have a conversation. Don't y'all go out and have drinks all the time? Yeah, that could be, that and, could be but that's like in social settings with his know, friends. And one could, time, like, you know, we had both finished up at the gym and we were like, okay, we're hungry. Let's go grab dinner and like. We just went to the sushi bar. Perfect. And I don't think that that was not a date. Okay. That, but like a date is not far off from that. Okay, great. I just don't know. I don't want to initiate that. And so I. That's fine. So I'm happy gonna, to wait until he does. That's fine. We're going to. Wait, do we think that that's a red flag? <laughs> the, the red flag right now is you. Moving on. Okay. I have. Okay. Thank you, Joseph. Joseph um, might have just agreed with that. Hold on a second. Hold on. Actually, you know what? Before we continue with this list, like what do you think your red flags are? I meant to ask that because like I'm pretty self-aware. I think I know what mine are. All right, let's hear them. Okay. Um, my avoidant attachment. Okay. Which by the way, I saw someone put in avoidant attachment. <laughs> um, it literally says right here. And no um, one's written anxious. And I'm like, come on guys, it's even worse. I know. And yes, I fully recognize my avoidant attachment style is a bit of a red flag, but I'm working through it. Okay. I'm working through it. I'm aware of it. I am doing my best to not run anytime things get uncomfy yeah yay yes. anyways um another red flag hmm i probably expect a much quicker pace than i should like, and I, I guess I'm someone that, like, immediately wants to just, like, bulldoze. Like, when I'm feeling the energy there, I'm someone that, like, immediately wants to just, like, dive right in. Um, and that can and that can be a little bit of a red flag sometimes. I think I need to slow it down some. And so that's also another area where I'm trying to, like, consciously make an effort to slow down and not have sex on the first date or, you know, wait a little bit or, like, try to get to know them a little bit before you start like really you know pushing for things whatever so like i'm very aware that i'm and I, <laughs> not to blame mr Fulci, um but like it's my aries rising anyways and no, mars is our chart ruler and we're scorpio mars in the eighth house so <laughs> but no but really what it comes down to is just like i i've always just been someone that like as soon as i know which direction i'm going poof i hit the ground running and i would like to go at breakneck speed and so I need I can to already tell within one date whether I want to pursue someone or not. So it's exactly. like as soon and as I know it. that I want to pursue them, I'm like, okay, let's go. And that's what I'm saying is like, that's how I am too. And so as soon as I have that gut and like that initial gut reaction of like, oh, yep, this is it. Then I'm like, poof, let's go. And that ties in perfectly with my red flag. And sometimes people need to need a little bit more time. You know, they're not going to be as sure as I am. And so like, you know, understanding and being cognizant of someone else's needs, like, is also something that I'm working on and just not going so fast. Um, but 
So that's another red flag of mine. Um, oh, let me think. I had a third one. Now I kind of forgot it, but let me think. I guess it just depends. Like, for example, I saw someone say um, unemployed. <laughs> And I'm like, I technically don't have a job. Like, we do the pod. We. Do I was going to say, I think that's very subjective and case by case. Yeah, because, like, I still have things that make me an income. I'm just not technically, like, employed. I'm, like, self-employed, I guess. Well, I, th- I think I think what they mean by unemployed is just, like, laziness and lack of drive to, like, pursue what they actually want to. Because I feel like, for example, like, pandemic, I was unemployed for a year. And then I got a job, left that. I was unemployed again for six months. But it's not like I was ever not looking for my next gig or my next. I was just between finances. <laughs> you know, so like between opportunities. Yeah, between opportunities. No, but I think it's true. It's like it's not about being unemployed. It's about your work ethic, your drive. If you are, you know, maybe you're in a shitty job, you decide to leave. I, you know, what's a red flag for me. It's like if people mm. are just like up and quitting Ooh. too quickly, too fast. Yeah. Um, like they can't stick to something for more than like six months <clears throat> they're constantly changing jobs i think that can be a little bit of a red flag it depending on how it's done yes uh, but uh, now i, I get like, it if you you know started a job then you've got this like kick-ass offer and before you know it you know you're like moving i get that yeah. however if it's like if, if you you're tr- not actually giving anything a chance there it is yeah if you try something and within like two weeks you're like oh i can't do this this sucks not that red flag yeah Oh, my third red flag. Um, I will um, make up scenarios in my head and without actually asking the person about what actually happened. And then I'll just like believe that whatever I made up is probably right because how could I be wrong? And I'm kidding. And then I'll like get upset at the possibility of that possibility being a possibility. <laughs> so then- Oh my god, I get that. That is a red the possibility flag. I do of that. that possibility being, being a, possibility, a possibility. Huge. I hate it. Drive and me I insane. Am, I am terrible with that. I will literally be like, "Oh, he didn't text me. He's fucking some other bitch." He actually isn't. The fact that that was a possibility <laughs> makes me upset. Okay, so here- see, that's a little bit of a red flag. However, I am aware of it, and so my therapist told me. I remember she was like, "Okay, well, what data do you have to go off of?" And I was like, oh, you're right. And then I'm like, okay, well. And then she was like, well, why do you have to believe the worst case scenario? And I'm like, because that's where my mind immediately goes. And she was like, okay, well, what about the best case scenario? They're being honest. Like, why can't we believe that? And I'm like, no, we can. It's just, you know, one's easier than the other. (laughs) So I don't know. I have my red flags. I certainly do. But I will say this. I am fucking aware. And I am consciously working on them. And sometimes I... I progress and I do great and other times I don't and I have slip ups and I'm human and that is okay. And guess what? Like people also have red flags and like I've met guys that have red flags and I'm like, okay, you know what? Like even though that is a little bit of red flag, let's just see how this progresses or like see where this can, you know, whatever. Yeah, because I mean there are like some hard stop red flags and then there are some like, you know, softer, more, more like a salmon pink flag. (laughs) Wait, I want to hear what what's a red flag that you've encountered that you're like, ugh. Uh, hey, DT fam, I know how stressful it can be sometimes to think of what you're going to cook for dinner, or for any meal in general. That's why we love to partner with HelloFresh. Whether you're trying to save money, eat better, stress less, HelloFresh 
is here to help you do all of those things. So no more just staring into your fridge, hoping you'll just conjure up this magical recipe. They've already thought of it for you. Everything that you need comes in that box, delivered to your door, and you are good to go. Honestly, this is like one of those companies where it's like, not only do I endorse a product just because I love it, but I actually use it regularly. And I also just want to mention that HelloFresh now offers breakfast, which is amazing. Get your day started right. Go to hellofresh.com slash DTFree and use code DTFree for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while your subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at hellofresh.com slash DTFree with code DTFree. DTFM Valentine's Day is right around the corner. You've already heard our cute little song that we made for Via Hemp. And let's just reiterate it right now. Roses are red, violets are blue. Get you some Via Hemp and have fun with your boo. Now, their high love, I highly recommend. Haha, <laughs> get that highly high knee slapper. Anyways, they're... High love gummies are great to really bring a new energy into your playtime. And I highly recommend this for Valentine's Day. So Via Hemp offers a wide variety of other gummies with and without THC, each with their own unique strengths and effects catering to your routines. And the best part, Via Hemp legally ships in all 50 states with discreet packaging directly to your door. No medical card is required. So if you're 21 plus, you can get 15% off and a free pack of award-winning Dreams THC plus CBN sleep gummies with our exclusive code DTFAM at ViaHemp.com. That's code DTFAM at ViaHemp.com. Trying to think. I mean, I mean, yeah, we all see them, but I'm um, actually, you know what? I was trying to think about here. Let me let me say what I think my red flags are because okay. I'm also self aware. And even though Nikki chooses to believe that I just always make the worst decisions for myself possible, I don't think you make the worst decisions for yourself. Anyway, I think you make questionable decisions, but not the worst decisions. <laughs> okay, thank you for that vote of confidence. You make good decisions too, though. So in. Now, I don't think it's a red flag that I have anxious attachment style. That is deeply rooted in me because of my circumstances and upbringing and my abandonment issues. So I don't think that it's a red flag that I have anxious attachment. And actually, I'm very aware of my anxious attachment and I know how it's triggered. Now, my red flag is that when my anxious attachment is triggered and someone makes me upset and that someone is the person I've attached myself to. I will not leave. If they're ignoring me, if they're not answering my text, I will literally blow their phone the fuck up until I get a response. And See, I know, this is where the, we are the exact opposite. I will ignore the shit out of them. I will not. You cannot get me off their phone until I hear something from them. And I know that that's a red flag. And I know that and, and, you know, this started like way back when. And I a lot of the times like I think like, OK, you know, most of the time I'm able to like power through it. Um, I feel like just recently I've gotten a little bit like 
like my defenses haven't been as up. So I find myself like almost doing it or sort of doing it, but in a very lesser way. And I'm just like, actually, wait, I need to stop. So I think that's a red flag of mine. Oh, I thought of a good red flag for, for, and this is actually someone, one that one, someone mentioned, but keep going with yours. Um, I can be self-sacrificing. I think that's a red flag. Yeah. Same. I can be self-sacrificing and I will try to do whatever it takes to make that other person happy. And so that can get me in trouble. Mm. Yeah. Any final ones? Um, I think in like the past, um, a red flag was, um, but like just with my people pleasing and like, I almost just like, I know I say like, you know, I'm a bad liar now, but I feel like back, back then, maybe like, I don't know, two years ago, I was more willing to, in order to people please, I would no, like, well, no, I guess this kind of goes back to self-sacrificing. Anyway, so I think that's another so- red flag is that sometimes I can just do that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like over the past year, I've done a lot of work to like really undo those mm-hmm. red flags. And I've become a lot more aware, a lot more cognizant of like how to, you know, the processes in myself to make sure and I don't raise those flags i definitely think some of my red flags have turned like pink you know like we're working on them you know same in pink like you said um one this someone mentioned this and i actually i think this is a huge red flag and so something i will look for even i don't care if you say it's toxic i will fucking look for it calvin had this and it was huge red flag you go to their follow list and it looks like a victoria's secret model catalog oh that is a red flag in my opinion i think so too because and i'm sorry like i think you know especially when it comes to like social media who you follow like what Mm -hmm. you know the kind of content you're looking for i think it's very questionable if all you're following are just like bikini models Mm -hmm. and no offense to the bikini queens out there no y'all get your bag do what you're doing yeah get your bag i'm fucking jealous like i mean well i look great in a bikini too (laughs) but (laughs) all i'm saying is like if you go to someone's follow page and it's all like just that that tells me that like all they're looking for is the aesthetic of someone and a lot of times in my opinion for the men that go for the men that have kind of like that follow list and a lot of times like say maybe it's not just like bikini accounts but it's like you know all the girls that they've probably like and I'm not saying that a high body count is a red flag but what I'm saying is is like you see the type that they're going for and it's like all the 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 type of girl that's like got the social media she looks hot as fuck like that's that's her and if that's their only standard yeah that's like their standard how they look and who how many followers they have that's a red flag that is a red flag and uh, and that i think is because then they're just looking for the validation of those women being like oh i want to fuck you or there's just they just prefer superficial like non yeah. and not not that i'm saying that those people aren't deep because i think they are but it, like all their the presentation just gives off superficial mm-hmm. absolutely and that's what i'm saying is like if you're you know, like if you look at someone's exes and it's all just a bunch of like superficial people and maybe this is a red flag for me. <laughs> Ooh, I just called myself out a little bit. A little uh, bit, actually, because the moment you said that, I was like, uh, oh, oh, wait. because <laughs> it is true. Like if if you look at their exes and it's but you know what? Look at my husband, my ex-husband. That is my redeeming quality. OK, ah! 
Uh, that is my Nate is your one saving grace. That is my redemption. Guy. No, think about Travis. Uh, Travis was hot. Um, but Travis wasn't like, you know, the it, the kind of guy that's like he on wasn't social. GQ's finest. I get it, but he was pretty. No, he was hot. I'm just saying he wasn't like you know on Instagram like shirtless, blah blah blah. Anyways, actually, he had a few shirtless. Babies. <laughs> What I'm saying is, is that like, if you look at their exes and it's all superficial, then maybe question like, okay, yeah, what are they actually going for in a person? However, my type is tall, ripped. Do you you need the validation, Nikki? No, it's not that I need the validation. I just, I, I really like very strong arms and, and I really like people that, you know, take or like good about their health. However, I do also want someone that is like a good person. So mm-hmm. it's like, and that's what I'm saying is like, you can find both. You can find someone that is super hot and takes care of their body. And it, like, look at me. I'm a great person and I'm super hot. So it's like, they're out there. <laughs> I think, I think the main point here is that like social media at the end of the day is really not that big of a deal and like really just kind of stupid. So don't, <laughs> I'm being real here. So, but if someone like takes their social media like that seriously outside of it being their job, yeah red flag um also someone said doesn't like animals any person that is shitty to an innocent being animal human whatever immediate red flag and i will say this not everyone needs to own a pet okay i totally get it pets are expensive it's like you know millennials children and maybe you just don't like fur i get that and on top of that or maybe you know you just travel a lot however yeah if you don't like animals or this if a guy says like i hate cats red flag don't fucking come near me well, yeah, uh, but a, also I have four a, cats. Four B, but like, what's their? Why do you hate them? Like, what do they ever? Yeah, do what do they you? ever do to you? Unless why is it because like really, like truly, like mauled the fuck out of you when you were four, and now you have like trauma. Yeah, I get that. But otherwise, even then, you could probably work through it and forgive the fucking cat. Exactly. Also, someone said, I've been bitten by a dog, and I still love dogs. Yeah, you know. Someone put. Don't know if it's weird, but if he doesn't have car insurance. I think the red flag that they're trying to say there is that they don't have their shit together. Yeah, I get that. I'm deciphering yeah, all of these. But at the same time, like, the like, root issue. At the same time, you know, like, we can't always expect everyone to have all of their shit together. Okay, I Okay, but car insurance is pretty... Okay, I will say this. Someone also said... Where was that? Oh, and this any, like... And we're not just saying red flags for men, but, like, um, ones that, like, if they're homophobic or, like... They use that's gay, the phrase that's gay when a man enjoys something labeled feminine. Oh, yes. I remember one time I was talking to a guy and I can't remember what I was like saying or what how, what the conversation was about or like how it necessarily got there or where it went. But it was like something along the lines of like, um, uh, it had to do with like pegging guys. And then his response was like something along the lines of like, you know getting rid of that you know group of men that enjoy and i was like excuse me and i was like that is an immediate red flag oh hell no i know and i i'm glad i didn't i didn't pursue that any further but that was i thought yeah if they if like i get it you know not everyone has to be into like feminine things or not everyone has to be into pegging or you know if something isn't your cup of tea that's fine but like especially when it comes to like men talking about men if they're shaming something that's like feminine that another man is doing i think that's a red flag someone put no social media i think that's a green flag (laughs) wait they put that no social media is a red flag okay i agree i think no social media (laughs) is a little bit of a green flag 
I like it. If anything, I'm like, you're not out here looking at bitches all the time. <laughs> and you don't need to be a jealous bitch, but no. No, no, no. Or I, I, on top of that, like, you're not constantly, like, seeking the validation of social media. And, and I do think that's a green flag. However, with those people, you don't know what they're doing. You have no idea. Yeah, that's true. What do they do with their spare time? You I can't know. look to see when they were active on Instagram or what. <laughs> if their Snapchat store the score keeps going up without them responding to you. Okay, that's a red flag. If you check, <laughs> if you check people's Snapchat scores, red flag. And this is coming from someone that used to do that. <laughs> someone who does do I've that. Heal, I've healed it. I've healed I'm it. I'm not. I'm not. I've healed it. I don't look. Well, back when I used to use Snapchat. And then I got to a point where I'm like, why am I doing this? This is stupid. And that's the thing I think we need to remember about red flags. Everyone has them. Everyone does shady shit. You know. Um, prudish when it comes to humor. Do you agree with that? Is that a red flag? Is that a red flag? I will say this. Okay. I, oh, go ahead. You know what? You go ahead. Well, I was going to say, you know, like, for example, you and I are people that talk very openly about sex. I get it. Sometimes we should probably dial it back just a skosh. However, if... You know, in a social setting, I'm talking about something that is sexual in nature and someone acts as if like it is disgusting that I am like discussing that um, or like shaming me for it. I think that's a red flag. Thoughts? Yeah. However, I am someone that wants I like I want to be aware of my environment. Sure. Like, you know, if a little kid comes walking up, I will shut my damn mouth. Yeah. But if I'm at a bar and it's loud and I'm, you know, no, like I'm surrounded by a bunch of adults no, I'm not going to be screaming what I was doing last night. However, you know, if I'm talking to someone about it, like, that's, it's fine. Exactly. No, I mean, I think when it comes to, like, being prudish, it's, it's just a matter of, like, you can be prude and you can express a boundary. You can be like, hey, yeah. like, and that's not a red flag. That's not a red flag. But, like, don't be rude about it to the other person. Someone put, um, <laughs> long fake hoochie mama nails, LMEO. Oh, that those are... Okay, if I, I'm not gonna lie, if I see the nails that are like this long, which I mean, if you're on YouTube, you can see the length, but like the nails that are like hell, over an inch long, like hella long, like you think also, that's her? also I broke this nail, so please don't look at it. But also, like, Kimmy like, and I broke the same nail on the, the exact on the opposite hand on the same day. If that doesn't scream mirror image twin, I don't know what does. Anyways, I think long hoochie mama nails. <laughs> but that's a preference. I, I think that's the thing. I, we think, I think that's one thing that like when it comes to red flags and green flags is we have to remember it's like what it's all based on preference. It is. So it's Someone like, put long feet. <laughs> what? Long feet? Yeah. Oh wait, sorry. Yeah. Big size feet, ugly feet. Okay, interesting. Like that's just, a, that's that's just, just a, preference. a preference. Yeah, that's not a red flag. I think I think red flags should speak more on like the person's character. Well, and I told, and that's what I was saying. I think red flag is or, and green flags are related to character and like morals. basic morals, and it's something that would like negatively impact the other person. Yes. So, like for example, if you have big feet, that's not going to negatively impact them. You just have a preference of not liking big feet or Republicans. You know, <laughs> you just the, don't like Republicans. Yeah, that's, that's a preference. What's like, a Republican done to you? That's what yeah. I'm saying. It's like that. that well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, hold on. <laughs> that one's a that one's a, a weird one. Okay, but anyway, what has a Republican done to you? Ooh. I'm gonna make that into a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We just have phlegm. Sorry. Sorry, we have fun. Okay, wait. I have one. I have one. A red flag. What? This is a red flag that anytime I hear a guy say it, it's almost immediate ick. 
And actually one of my exes said this early on and I should have known right away to just like poof, cut it off and leave. Ooh, what is it? He said, I'm just a good old boy. Like, I'm just a good guy. I'm just a good, you know, guy trying to do this. Da, da, da. And I was like, no, if you have to validate. That's a narcissist. No, yeah. that's just because that's just because they want to make it known that they're good. They are, exactly. And that's what I'm saying. That if means that there's unhealed issues there that they need to like get to the bottom of. Uh, but that's what I'm saying. Like he was like, I remember one time he was like, I'm just a good old boy from Texas. Like I'm not trying to da 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 da. Or it's like, I'm just a, a good guy trying to da 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 da. And I'm like, no. If you have to validate that you are a good person like yourself, no. <laughs> I'm sorry, red flag. And I was like, immediate ick. Ooh. I think that's an ick. Anyways, oh, someone, I think that's a red flag because okay. then I, they're not self-aware of the fact that like, or I think they're like trying to overcompensate yes, and ignoring their faults and instead trying to be like, oh, no, 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 I'm a good person. Yeah, that's You know, rude. like at the end of the day, like. I remember I had a coworker. He was very, um, I could tell he was very insecure about like himself and he would always, whenever he'd get drunk, he'd be like, I'm a good person. And I'm like, a good person doesn't need to tell themselves that they're a good person. Yeah. I, you know, I've been on that side of insecurity where I'm just like trying to remind myself that and that I had to heal a lot before I could get out of it. Like, I don't need to tell myself that. Like, if you ask me what kind of person I think I am, I would say I'm a decent person. <laughs> I think it I depends on the day and the situation. I know. I don't know <laughs> what, what energy are you meeting. I don't know what energy you're gonna catch me in. I have my days where I'm not a good person. I'm probably that one girl I crossed that fucking barreled into me. She did not get the nice version of me. Exactly. She got a fuck you. And <laughs> I mean, I think for the most part, I'm respectful and I practice kindness. However, yeah. like I, I'm, I'm a decent person. I don't know. Anyways, I, I think you're good. Well, thank you. Um, um, another one. I actually really like this one. If they're not willing to uh, go down on you. And I think that can apply for both. Uh, okay. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I take that back. That could be a preference. However, I feel like if uh, here's if you've been seeing them for a long time and they will never go down on you, I do think that is a, a topic of discussion and something that you should consider. Well, because something I think, that I ignored for far too long. I think the root cause there is that like that gives you you know reason to question their level of attraction and intimacy for you because it's mm -hmm. like if they're not willing to go down on you, then it's like. So are you not getting excited about my body? Exactly. And you know what? That's also a great way to tell. Like, is there a repulsion there or? And that's also a great way to tell, like, if you, it, like, on the flip side of it, like, if you don't want to go down on someone for whatever reason, you're probably not that into them. Because here's the thing. I hate blowjobs, but if I love the guy, fuck yeah, I'm down. Or if I'm really into him. That's what I'm saying. If I'm really into the person, I will do my absolute best to deep throw. I will do anything possible. Yeah. Exactly. So, but if I don't like the person, I don't want my mouth on their genitals. So, yeah. Okay. Also, a lot of people said dirty nails. Again, preference. Preference. I think the root cause there is that they just don't want some, they want someone that takes care of their body. Yeah. So, and practices good hygiene. It's a really easy way to see like where yeah. their hygiene's at. Ooh, I like this one. Um, if they talk down about... And someone actually... It's funny because someone said talking down on OnlyFans girls is a red flag. And then someone else said OnlyFans. OnlyFans is a red flag. And that is a thing. I don't think only... If someone has an OnlyFans, I don't think that's a red flag. No. It's, no. it's sex work. 
And it, I mean, if you enjoy porn, but then get mad at people who have OnlyFans and it's like, well, yeah. then why are you looking at porn? Exactly. And I think the thing there is like log off chive, do some self work. I know. And that, and that's the thing is that like, it's always guys that are like, you know, looking down on girls with OnlyFans. And I'm like, you look at porn, you look at, you know, all the Instagram models when, sex and workers. their bikini pics. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. like, what, what? So it's okay if you're enjoying it. But like, if it's someone that you're dating, then suddenly it's not okay. That's just misogynistic and patriarchal as fuck. And you're wrong. I don't think that's a red flag. But if this anything, person said talking down on OF girls, but following their IGs. Yeah, that's yeah. just a fucking hypocrite. Yeah. And that's the thing. If a, I think it is a green flag when you have a supportive king who doesn't care what his girl is doing to bring in money. And and here's the thing. You can have a preference. If you don't want to date someone that does sex work, that is fine to have as a preference. However, you don't need to look down on you them. You don't need to look down on them. And you don't need to think it's a red flag if they do sex work. So... And if you do think it's a red flag that they do sex work, maybe do some soul searching and figure out why. And then go see a therapist and fix that. Anyways, that was a little straightforward. Someone said, why am I not a priority after one date? <laughs> yeah, that's, that, kind of, that's kind of a red flag. That's just moving a little too fast. And like, and see, that's what I'm saying. That's I, just that, like that was kind of my of red flag. Too high of expectations without the communication. Yeah. And so it's like that. That was kind of my red flag is that like I'd want to like, you know, within like three, four dates be like prioritized. I'm like, I need to slow that down a little bit and like let things kind of build organically. Well, because everybody prioritizes differently and like everybody has their day to day life and you can't just go on a date with one person like them and then all of a sudden expect them to change their entire routine of however many years or whatever to accommodate you. Yeah. Like that's not going to happen overnight. It's going to happen over a span of time. Absolutely. But yeah. That's advice I need to take. Oh, <clears throat> that is another red flag of mine. Is what? Historically, I let my, when I let my anxious attachment style take over, I take things too fast. And I feel like. I said that too. Yeah. Yeah. And I've learned, I've learned to slow it down a lot more. And I, and I recognize when I'm doing it myself, but like, I think that is a red flag when I just like, when I try, when I t try to take things too fast, when it's like, no, nah, just, you know chill out chill out um i thought this one was funny someone said uh for red flags plays golf i'm sorry i think it's a green flag if you have a boo that plays golf because guess what you know what they're doing yeah I they are focused on that game they are trying to keep their score low i think that's how you play golf yeah you know and so it's they're like putting tiny balls in tiny holes which means they are not out fucking another bitch no <laughs> why, do we have cheating trauma why do we keep <laughs> we do we do we do anyways um <laughs> no i think if anything if someone has a hobby like that i think that's a green flag because they're willing to like dedicate themselves to something and a lot of times like it's something that they want to like maybe improve in or just do like fun and casually but like it keeps them active or whatever so like i think that's a green flag i think what the person is trying to say there is by like saying plays golf and i'm assuming this is a trauma for them it was probably just someone in their past chose golf over them <laughs> <laughs> it can be an intensive sport well no but then it's like but then they prioritized golf more than the person so then that person is now resentful towards golf because yeah. it's like their partner wasn't prioritizing them yeah i mean and i think you know especially like whenever you have like long-term relationship whatever like prioritization is very important and if your partner in a long-term relationship is not prioritizing you that's exactly that's definitely a red flag so in that situation yes Oh, I saw this one actually quite a bit. A lot of people said that if someone calls women females, that's a red flag. 
I agree. Why are we calling them females? I think you should only be using male, female, like, in, like, the very scientific literal terms. You know? I know. Like, if you're referring to women as, like, females, I think, like. Like, I love that female over there. Uh, I mean, I, I guess it really depends on the context, but I know what they're trying to say. And I do think that that can be a little bit of a red it's flag. It's like if you go up to someone and you're like, you're a beautiful male. Joseph laughed Joseph at is like dying laughing over there. See, I'm so funny. Okay, actually, this one is interesting. Um, and I don't think it's a red flag. Someone who says they hang out with their family every weekend. If you have a family that you actually enjoy <laughs> spending time with, that is a green flag. Okay, okay, but here's here's a here's a sense where it's not a green flag. Oh. And I actually have a perfect example for this, and I'm assuming this is OP's um trauma here this is actually what we're doing is we're taking your red flags and unearthing your traumas yeah. um but i have a very good friend who her and her husband they have two kids he's the money maker she's a stay-at-home mom he will easily prioritize spending time with his family over like his parents and his siblings over spending time with his children and her why because he's so close to his mom Ooh. That's a red flag. That is a red mommy's boy or daddy's girl. Yeah. And I think that the thing there is that like your your parents are have not been able to like let go of control of you. And for some reason and you have still like, seeking validation from your parents. Exactly. And so I, I do agree that can be a, a red flag. However, I think people with good family dynamics, that's a green flag. No, and I think that's beautiful. Because like I'm sure people look at us and they think like and they look at the fact that we have, you know, broken relationships with both of our fathers and we're like, wow, two for two. Like <laughs> make it three red for three, baby. <laughs> red flag. Who's next? Red flag. So no. it, I totally get that. You know, and I, you know, I'm pretty sure at times where I've been like, yeah, I've got daddy issues because, you know, both of my fathers have either disowned or abandoned me. Like that I that I could see people looking at me and when I say that and being like, ooh, red flag. Um, however, I have a great relationship with my mother, so I hope that's a redeeming quality. Um, but that, that is actually one of the first things that I will ask a guy is what their relationship is like with their mother. Because And then follow that with their father. Yeah, because I think too. that that can be a uh, strong indicator of the kind of person you're getting into. So now I will say this. Here, related to family, here's another thing that I look at and – uh it can be a red flag if a guy that i'm like dating or whatever doesn't have a lot of friends red flag what if they're just kind of a loner i get it when people are loners however here's however if and here's the thing they don't need to have like you know a thousand friends i'm saying if you don't have like a single close platonic person in your life that you can like hang out with and talk to and do stuff with and like you know whatever if you don't have that, I think that's a red flag. And yes, I get it. You know, we all have priorities. And like, you know, if you're working a lot and you want to find love, maybe like, you know, you are spending your free time prioritizing romantic connections. However, like I do think you need to find balance and also prioritize, you know, friends. So. I mean, I think when it comes to like, you know, because whether you're introverted, whether you, you know, what whatever friendship means to you mm -hmm. i mean i think that's more of a preference but i feel like it is like maybe it's a red flag if like they just they're not able to build strictly platonic relationships or something and that's like what that. i'm saying I, I think that's a red flag absolutely 100 percent. okay so there we'll any put valley girl accent that's not a red flag that's a preference that's and a see preference. guys we got to really think about this like when it comes to red like 
think about what's just a preference and I get it. Preferences are fine. And what's something that like, you know, if you notice that about a person, then all of a sudden you're like, Ooh, that's something that I need to like be mindful of and see like if they're fixing it, if they are aware of it. And that's, I think that's the thing is like, when I notice a red flag in someone, like I want them to be aware of it. You know, it, it, you don't necessarily have to, you know, have it completely healed. But like, if you're at least like aware of it and understand like maybe what you need to do to get there, I think that's good enough. And I'm like, okay, then at least like they know, okay, I need to take these steps. And like, this is what to do. Da, 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 da. Yeah. But if they like, you know, if there's something that is a clear red flag and they have like just absolutely no, you know, line of vision to it, then I'm like, okay, yeah. then they're not self-aware. Yeah. Someone put bad talking their ex red flag absolutely because i feel like that speaks to their character i agree that that is a red flag however i have heard of instances where they're explaining the situation and i'm like that is valid yeah that is valid. but i feel like you can explain a situation and still be respectful exactly and you know what i will say this whenever i was going through my divorce and i was dating people i remember so many people would comment on how they're like they're like i can't believe that like you speak so highly of him after everything that like you guys are going through and i'm like Yes, because I still respect this person. And because even though like things aren't working out, like they are not a bad person. Yeah. So like I get it. You know, there are people out there that will like fuck you up and like cause trauma and all that shit. And so like, yes, you know, if they are actually a bad ex, those do exist. Like, let's not, you know, uh, pretend that 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 doesn't exist. However, when you are talking about them, there is a way to go about it. Because, like, the the tone, the words, like, how you're describing it, like, all of that. Yeah, if you're using, you know, that fucking bitch every five seconds, that's questionable. Yeah. And so I think there it's, like, you know, yes, recognize that, you know, some of your exes did some fucked up shit. But, like, how you go about discussing it is, gonna, is like, whether that's a red or green flag. Like, that's what tells me, like, oh, okay, you know, it was a fucked up situation, but they can at least still be respectful towards this person. That's good. Yeah. So. I just very recently learned, um. Uh-huh. I think we covered just about all of them. Yeah. Honestly, this was love bombing. <gasps> oh. I think like is I mm, love bombing can just be a qual a bad quality in the sense of like you could be trying to be manipulative. <clears throat> that one's a tricky one because I'm like if you want, and this is where I struggle, I wonder sometimes. That's, I'm, there's my red flag. What? That's what I was trying to say earlier. In my self-sacrificing, I can become, in like, in my self-sacrificing tied in with my anxious attachment and how like sometimes I just won't leave a situation alone. It can come off as a little bit like manipulative. I uh, or love bombing. Yes. I feel like I've done that in the past. At least like I'm aware of it now and I know not to do it, but I I feel like I have done that in the past. But the thing with that one is, and I think that's something that we need to all remember is that when it comes to like love bombing or, you know, when people say like, oh, they're being manipulative, manipulative, you have to remember that a lot of those actions come from the trauma from when we were children. We felt we needed to do certain things so that we could receive love from our parents. And so those patterns were trained in us from a very young and early age. And so then when we're doing that to other people, then all of a sudden, you know, someone else looks at it and they're like, that's manipulative, that's love bombing or whatever. But like, it's rooted in childhood trauma. And this happened to me. I remember like when I was, when I was with Camilla and I had my session with her and we were talking about the ways that I show love or express love to people. And she was like, 
and she was kind of saying that some of it is could be considered manipulative and then she and then she kind of like we went back to my childhood and like what I felt I needed to do to get love from my parents and that's where we kind of put two and two together that's where it stemmed from and it made me look at the way that I show love so much differently because it made me realize that I need to really think about the intention am I doing something because I want to elicit a certain response from someone or am I doing something because I genuinely want to you know do that thing for them there it is show them love in that way perfect exactly the issue that I've had in the past exactly and and well we did have the same childhood and yeah we did exactly and so that's the thing it's like I'm very well aware that sometimes Yes, I probably do things because I do want to elicit a response, but at least like I am a lot more aware of it now and I can actually, before I do something, I will think for a second, why am I doing this? What, what, like, what is my intention here? And put a little bit more thought into it to try and heal that. I'm not perfect at it. Sometimes I think I still fuck it up, but at the end of the day, again, I'm aware of it. And so I think that when I hear love bombing, I guess that's like what I think of is that like, where does that stem from in like likely their childhood trauma? And like, is it something that they're aware of? Because I didn't become aware of it until uh, a year ago. Mm. So, well, and I think, I mean, same, similar timeline for me. Yeah. Um, because, you know, in the past, like based on childhood traumas, I have, you know, done certain things, self-sacrificing, people pleasing, whatever, however you want to look at it, you know, to try to listen a certain response. And I think like, you know, when you come across that situation, you can look at the other person and be like, well, you know, this is a wound of theirs. Mm-hmm. You can point it out. Or you can like simply ask them, like if someone is showing you what you consider love bombing, ask them, what are your intentions behind all of this, you know, love and affection that you're showering me with? Or do you want a certain response out of it? Are you trying to get a response out of me? Or is it because you genuinely want to like show me that love and affection? Or like, what is your intention, et cetera. And like, maybe get them to think about it and then maybe that will help kind of bridge that. Um, but it, that, I think love bombing is just so hard. You hear that term all the time. And I think that's such a tough one because like I said, A, it can be rooted in childhood trauma. B, it's one that p- maybe people aren't necessarily always aware of. C, it can also be related to anxious attachment style. And D, um, it can I, also like just come from... And that's it could saying. come from an actually mani- manipulative person. Or it could come from an actual genuine place too. Yeah. Someone that just, but then again, is it self-sacrificing? Is it, you know, like if, if someone's showing so much love right away, like what is that root? Mm-hmm. Where is that stemming from? And so I don't think we need to take that one so personally. I actually really loved this episode. Really? Yeah. It was all over the place. No, but I think, you know, not really, because at the end of the day, like, we were just, like, taking red flags and finding the root problem. Rooted red flags. There's a title. (laughs) Oh, I like it. I like it. That's a good title, too. Anyways, guys. Wait, Joseph, how much time do we have left? Oh, okay. (laughs) Also, someone said when someone acts like the tough guy and wants to fight and argue with others constantly. Red uh, flag. Ego work. My guy. Guys, thanks for tuning in. Um, thanks for listening to us talk about traumas. We told you it wouldn't be a healing season, but we're still healing. So here we are. Well, um, I mean, it's, it's also just a, a great topic, I think, when it comes to red flags. So yeah. Anyways, and I hope we do get to record with our guests in the near future. Now we got to think of another fucking topic to talk about with him, but we'll figure it out. Anyways, y'all have a great rest of your day um thank you for tuning in we love you doubleteampodcast.com you know where to find us at cami and nikki at double team podcast um what else we'll see you next week bye
Wear condoms. Wear condoms. Wear condoms. Wear condoms.